0: Today's episode of Titus and Tate is brought to you by Coors Light. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart by going to CoorsLight.com TNT. Please celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. On today's episode of Titus and Tate, the Power Conference Media Days rule on, Tate, and uh, the discussion about expanding the NCAA tournament rule on. This is becoming a real-life thing. Yeah. I I think they're... It's coming from the top. I think it went from we're looking at it to now we're touching it. Now Mm. we're feeling it. Now we're massaging Mm. it a little bit. And uh, for my read on it from uh, a lot of... uh, uh, a lot of college basketball fans seem to say, "Please stop touching it." <laughs> yeah, please leave us <laughs> don't alone. Don't touch. Yeah, don't touch that. Leave it alone, please. Um, but that's where we're at. So we're going to talk about that because uh, I-, I think it was Scott Drew at Big 12 Media Day mm-hmm. uh, floated the idea of 128 teams. So why is this happening? Why now? Why? What What's going on? I
1: get why coaches would do it. Right? It's a good way to keep your job. You're like, yeah. if there's more teams, I get in the tournament every single year. I understand the coaches, but there is. It's a coordinated effort from the top, and we we'll talk about.
0: I, it. I yeah, I want to dive in a little more because we we touched on it last time, or l- last time we were doing the media day coverage. But uh, this is becoming a little more real, so we're gonna we're gonna take a bigger bite out of it. Uh, also, is the old Big East back because the, uh, mm. the Big East media day there was some uh, uh, Ryan Kalkbrenner, uh not exactly thrilled with uh, who was who was named the. Uh, Adama Sunogo was named a preseason conference player of the year. Did not love that. And you guys,
1: they have some words about Creighton, right? They, right? They're talking about how Creighton's a team they're trying to get over the hump against, and yada, yada, yada. There's a little rivalry going on there.
0: Uh, Tyler Kolick of uh, Marquette was not happy about getting picked ninth. He had some mm. choice words. So mm. uh, th- the old Big East energy was back in the garden. How can Guinness I be ninth medias. when I'm one of them ones? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um I think the big story out of the SEC was uh, Oscar Shuey was a no-show at the SEC meet today. So uh, <laughs> there's trouble. In paradise. Put on your tinfoil cap and <laughs> let's try to make sense of that one. Uh, speaking of Oscar Shuey, we should do. We should just start like at this week in John Calipari segment. Yes. Because- <laughs> yes. <laughs> I just feel like we keep revisiting It gets crazier yeah. every week. Um, this man has now brought back the 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 IU game. We're a broken record at this point talking about the IU Kentucky game, but I mm-hmm. guess it's it's now happening in 25, 26. Maybe we'll talk about that a little bit. Uh Big Brother Cal is a thing now. Um I saw that story that he's he's monitoring his players. Who'd go into the uh yes. practice gym and so facial Jacob recognition. Toppin is destined for a big yeah. year based on facial recognition. Um also the NBA is officially underway and uh I don't I are the ratings up or down? We gotta Google that before we talk about it. I but think I'll, the streams I'll, are up. The streams, streams are, are up, okay. But the viewers are down. The viewers are down. <laughs> over now are we but, this? but
1: every sport the viewers are down, so it's actually a trend in every sport. So it's actually up. Yeah, so it's actually up based on the trends. Okay.
0: So if the ratings are up, we'll talk about it. If the ratings are down, <laughs> we're not allowed to talk about it because we're politicizing but if they're up we'll talk about it uh so i'll google that before we get there and we'll talk about or maybe i think, not I think you might it. have to bing it i think google <laughs> is compromised also we'll read some emails uh fun show coming up but first woody Durham. it's All right. Can we talk about the uh, uh, expansion of NCAA tournament first? Because Please. Um, this is the thing that's been stewing in my mind. And and was it last week? This that this time last week we were talking about it last because I believe so. Yeah. Um. Jim Phillips brought it up. It started right? at the ACC media ACC days, yeah media days yeah. Um. And we talked about it uh, a little bit, but it was kind of a. It was more of a theory at the time. It was mm-hmm. more of a. Uh, you know, wouldn't it that was be a something? Float. It, was it was a, a float. Let's yeah. float
1: this out there. Let's see a what the people. Launch. Yeah, it's a very <laughs> soft launch.
0: Yeah, there you go. It was a soft launch. Uh, now, as these media days have progressed, so um, the, the Big East had theirs, the SEC had theirs, uh, the Big 12 had theirs. Pac-12, I guess, is next week. Uh, so genius move by the Pac-12 to, like, wait till the season starts, basically, to do your media days. Yeah. So there's, like, no buzz whatsoever for your conference. Genius. Well, I this think they've Galaxy already break. shut down operations,
1: <laughs> yeah. and then they were like, we still have to do this media day? They're like, is it UCLA in the Big Ten now? They're like, not, not, <laughs> not, not yet, not yet.
0: yet. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> they're probably doing the – knowing the Pac-12, they're, they're probably doing their media days in, like, Fresno or something. Mm-hmm. Or they're doing it – they, like, rented out the entire Vegas Strip and spent, like yeah. – Four hundred million dollars, or the or the other. <laughs> they,
1: they realize that audio is the future, so it's an audio-only media audio days. Only. There are no pictures.
0: Uh, anyway, Pac-12 is coming up. Probably won't cover it. To be completely <laughs> honest, yeah, yeah. we'll check in on who UCLA. cares. Yeah. Um, but Big Twelve, like I said, this, this became like another story because what, from my purview, was Scott Drew. Uh, Scott Drew has now elevated himself um, as a national champion uh, coach. To a point where when he speaks on bigger, broader issues, people are listening. People want to know what Scott Drew has to say about these things. Mm-hmm. Uh, Scott Drew was, of course, asked about the, the idea of expanding the NCAA tournament. He said he, want, he, he wouldn't mind, Tate, if 128 teams... Made the NCAA tournament. Uh, <laughs> that was the number he floated. Yeah. So now okay. this is becoming. This, but it was not just because of Scott Drew. Because because then I start seeing like every coach seems to be getting asked about this. Um. I saw Rothstein had a tweet today that the uh the Division One Transformation Committee, which you love, you love the
2: Transformation mm. Committee, uh
0: has has had dialogue <laughs> to expand the NCAA tournament in all sports to include twenty five percent of the programs who are eligible. This would mean the NCAA. Uh, this would mean the men's basketball NCAA tournament would expand by approximately twenty teams. So, this is coming from all angles. This mm-hmm. is this is a discussion that is happening all over, and it feels like like I said at the top, it's like we're no longer floating it. We're actually touching it and trying to like figure out what the. It feels like the expansion is going to happen. It's just how much, how many teams are going to be added.
1: Yeah, it's a feeling. And Rossin also tweeted this. This is about eight hours ago uh, of our recording time. He said, "To whom it may concern, all caps. Do not." expand the NCAA tournament under all caps, any circumstances, all caps, do not look at expanding the NCAA tournament under all caps, any circumstances, sincerely America.
0: And that's no cap. On the all caps. <laughs> that's all caps, but no, no cap.
1: cap. Yeah. Um, so John Rossine is speaking for America again, which yeah. means uh, this is a crisis in college basketball.
0: Can I, uh, <laughs> Can I offer this? Uh, I did not realize until this I happened. might copy and paste that same tweet. I know. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I want to say this, Tate, because I didn't realize until um, I was seeing all the reactions from the idea of expanding the NCAA tournament. I didn't realize it, but uh, apparently there's a chance. And I don't yeah. know. I'm going to have to really evaluate this from all sides, but I think there might be a chance that I'm a bootlicker. <laughs> mm. I didn't know what a bootlicker was until a few years ago. Uh, this is a term that's been uh uh, uh you know introduced to me as of <laughs> as of late. And uh I, I guess it just means like you the, the the people in power that are are going to get rich off of the the expansion in the NCA tournament are are they're shitting all over this sacred thing that the the common folk love and they don't want it to we don't want it to be touched and all that sort of thing. But every so often there's one common folk that raises their hand and there's like they're like, Hey, you who are oppressing me? Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for, for for oppressing me. How can thank you, sir? Can I have another? Is, yeah, is what I think that, it
1: happened like with the colonists, right? It was like a big term. Yeah. If you wanted to stay with Britain, you were
0: a bootlicker. Benedict <laughs> Arnold. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Well, I'm worried that I might be a Benedict Arnold because <laughs> um, I have to be honest, and and I don't know uh, how how uh, insane this makes me, but I've thought about it more since we talked about it last week. I don't think this is the worst idea. I don't I I I feel like I'm alone in this. So I, I need someone to explain to me like how 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 is more basketball bad? That's what I haven't really fully comprehended. Like mm. everyone, everyone is saying that 64 is perfect. And and I I agree that 64 was perfect or or you know, like that was a great it's it it, it was I think I said this last week. It's like however the NCAA tournament was when you were growing up, that's what you think of as perfect. Any more expansion drives you crazy, and, and, you, and you start losing your mind that, like, we're going to lose the sanctity of what this was. Um, I don't understand how, like, like if you're someone who only wants to watch a 64-team field, why can you not just ignore all the play-in games that get it down to 64 and then turn on your TV when the 64 teams start playing? Like, how how hard is that? Because, mm. like, ultimately what this is to me, like, like, to me, conference realignment is a huge issue that's, like, threatening the the very foundation of the sport and you're actually stripping away real life rivalries. You're making teams travel across the country in ways they shouldn't. Um, all of that is like real and tangible. This, it basically boils down from the fan experience. I, I've, I've tried to look at it from every angle, Tate, and all I think is like, we're going to get more basketball in a tournament setting. I don't understand how yeah. that's bad. I haven't really, like I need someone to explain to me how this is going to ruin the NCAA tournament when the NCAA tournament has expanded like 10,000 times in its history.
1: Yeah, I think uh, the thing that I keep coming back to and the reason why people keep getting up in arms about it was because of this window of time. And I think that in the zeitgeist of our our basketball minds, 1985 is a good signpost, right? That was the first year of the draft lottery. That's the first year that we have the 64-team model. And then it's 1985 to 2001 that we have 64 teams, there's 31 you know, based on your conference that get in, and then you have 33 at-large selections. So that period, that window of time is what everyone's talking about. And then when we added the four teams, we added Dayton to 68 in 2011, I feel like people were just like, first four, don't care. It doesn't count. Don't care, so, I'm not gonna watch, which is fine. So, like, don't watch. So, so since 1985 though, and that's that seems to be like the signpost that everyone's mind can go back to, we, we're used to 64. So now, if you have been living in that world, that's why people were up in arms, because they were like, since I can remember 1985. Yeah. It has always been like this. Yeah. But as you pointed out, it has changed so much over the years, and it continually changes, and this actually isn't anything... This is evolution of the tournament as we've naturally seen it.
0: You know what the longest stretch of the NCAA tournament... The NCAA tournament started in 1939. Mm -hmm. There were eight teams that played in the NCAA tournament. Shout out Oregon. Uh, It has... I, I, I... I tweeted this to, I, 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 I got to count the, uh, all the, I went through and I, I counted every single time the number of teams in the NCAA tournament. It went from eight teams to 16 teams, then 22, then 24, 25, 23, mm-hmm. back to 24, then mm-hmm. 23, then 25, then 24, then 25, 23, 22 again, <laughs> then 23. Then 25. I'm this is serious. This this actually happened. Then 32. Then they expanded to 40. Then 48. Then 52. Then 53. Then 64. Then 65. And now we're at 68. That that is all the different iterations of the NCAA tournament that have existed. In the history of this tournament, from 1939 to where we are today, the longest stretch that has ever happened where there was no expansion is the current, present situation we're in right now this is the longest we have ever gone without expanding the ncaa tournament which isn't to say that i'm rooting for the expansion it's just to say like if this happens i'm not i don't i i don't understand why people are like this is going to ruin everything like did you say that the other 84 times that well and also like when
1: there was 23 teams or 25 teams or 22 teams during that period of time if you said to to the powers that be at that time we're gonna have 64 teams. They would have said that's a. That's way too many. That's yeah. the stupidest thing I've ever yeah. heard of. And it kind of feels like hearing 128 right now, or hearing 96 right now, or hearing 88 or 90 or whatever the number may be. When you hear that, you're like, that is too much. I, I can't. Yeah. Really it's just, yeah. Yeah. That it just feels like too much. But it's also we've already seen it. We've already seen it quadruple. We've already seen it go all the way up to 64. So I think a lot of people just want that window of time back in sports, 1985 to 2001. It's a sweet spot. Things yeah. are going great in everything. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, Look true. at the 90s. People were like, this is the best. <laughs> Look at me. I wake up and I piss excellence, right? That was, that was the American sports world that we were in. So I think we still have that in college basketball. We still have that with the tournament. So people see this as an existential threat on something that they're used to and it's the one thing that hasn't changed for a lot of our lifetime.
0: I just I, I need someone to I, It's I, more about us than yeah. the tournament. Yeah. Well, is what I'm I would I'm, say. I'm being serious, man. I need someone to explain it to me because like may I think I might be missing something. Like did they <laughs> did they did they announce like when they expand they're going to take away all the mid majors? Well, because if that's the case, I I'm against it. Uh-huh. If, are if are you expand? But like the idea of just like if we're going to add 20 teams, say, and yeah, fifteen of them are power. They're probably going to be shitty power conference teams. I understand that, mm-hmm. but that still doesn't take away the opportunity of a St. Mary's to get yeah. some upsets and pull. Some, like, I don't. I, I'm very confused as to how this is a bad thing because again, I get it. Too much. It's too much to follow. It's too, like if, if you're just if you're not a college basketball diehard and you're someone that just wants to tune in when there's 64 teams left, you could still do that. Could you not? Like mm-hmm. as long as they, I, I, I'm with I'm with people there. Like if. As long as we still have the Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday opening weekend, quote unquote, where there's 64 teams on that Thursday, and we all wake up and we we have that, like that is sacred. I don't want them to touch that. But if if you have to, if there are a thousand teams that have to play each other between like the end of the regular season and the start of that first Thursday the NCAA tournament, I I'll just not watch if I don't want to watch it. But if I I, I will probably me personally. I will probably want to watch it. I don't understand yeah. why this is a bad thing. Even if it's shitty basketball, it's like it, this is free extra and I guess that makes me I I, I guess I'm I'm in the pocket of uh... <laughs> It sounds like you've been talking of, of to Greg this, Sankey, yeah, yeah, but no. I do. I, I, That's why I'm freaking out, dude, because like, I'm looking around, and I'm like, the only people that feel this way are like me and all the coaches and you administrators. You like me wanting Carolina <laughs> yeah. to go to the SEC. Uh, I'm
1: very confused. I think the Transformation Committee, again, going back to them and Greg Sankey and who's actually putting this out there, I think they floated originally, let's get rid of the mid-majors. And I think that original <laughs> idea was floated, and everyone said, Nah, karate chopped it out of yeah. the ether said, no, I will not hear this. And then this is the secondary float. Because then Greg Sankey and the, and the transformation committee says, well, if we can't have the best teams, the the power five teams, instead of all these mid-majors, then we just need to have more teams. Yeah, Because this is like their secondary option. They're like, okay, you don't want option one where we get rid of St. Peter's and all these guys and UMBC. This is our other option. We just have 100 plus teams and those right. guys can still be in it. But also, we still get our teams in it. We still get our teams in it. Which I, listen, I, which I think this is what this is all about.
0: I, I I understand that. Like, I, I, there are people that are, are losing their minds because they're saying this is just a money grab. It is, (laughs) it is money. Money. Duh. Um, I understand that. I understand that this is not motivated by, like, the NCAA doesn't (laughs) actually, and, and the, 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 uh, um, commissioners of these conferences, they don't actually believe that they're doing this. Out of the goodness of their hearts, because they think that the average fan will love this more or anything, they're doing it for money. We understand that. We're not stupid. Um, I understand that they're doing that. The coaches are they want it because they they want a better shot at winning a title. You know, yeah. like if you're a, a middling program, now all of a sudden you might have a better chance, and you could you know you could you could make the argument at the end of the year that you made the NCAA tournament, so it wasn't that bad of a year, and whatever. I understand all of these things, and um, I'm not saying that they're not true what i'm saying is like that can all be true but also the end result how is it not like i i, I don't like how is it a bad thing? how does it ruin the ncaa tournament if they're going to play more games if there's going to be more playing games like the date and the date and playing games a lot of people don't watch them yeah. are, i know a lot of people that love college basketball do not watch the playing games and you ask them why and they're like because it's shitty they're shitty teams it's not the real tournament i don't care just let me know when thursday starts you could still do that Mm-hmm. We'll still have like a, a hundred have a hundred teams play in the playing games, and if they if you don't want to watch that Thursday, don't watch. I don't get it. Uh, this is it's 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 very strange to me. So I, but having said that, like I don't necessarily want it to expand. I'm just like confused as to how like this has become, you know. Like such a hot topic, it's a hot that, button topic. hot-button topic When it's like it's going, one, it's going to happen, and two, I don't really think it's that big of a deal. Other than the best argument is you saying it doesn't fit on a piece of paper, the bracket mm. won't fit on a piece of paper, and that's what
1: people that's were. That's honestly up in arms the best about. argument I've heard, yeah. I mean, <laughs> the eight by 11 or eight and a half by 11 uh sheet of white paper that we all have in our printers, it will not fit the bracket, uh, or it'll be so small that none of us can see it. And as right. we get older, right? Again, it goes back to 1985, you know, I mean, all the people. I remember that they're like, I can't see the teams on this piece of paper. But I will argue <laughs> in major basketball across the world globally, there's only one version of it that's really popular that has halves. Everyone else has quarters. Yeah, We have halves. So if you have 128 teams, there's the first half of the tournament. Then we get a halftime, basically. Half time. and But that's really the start time of the normal tournament. So you basically get a whole nother separate tournament. You get a break and then you relaunch into the real 64 teams. And then it's like mayhem. And we actually know these teams because they worked so hard to get here. And then the teams that have buys have been sitting. And then we have the rest right. versus rust. We have yeah, this whole, you know, maybe maybe, maybe it does make sense in the end. And maybe we look back in 40 years and we say, how do we not have 128 teams?
0: I think people don't. Should under, we have 300? Do you think people don't <laughs> understand math that like they think if you go to 128, that means there's going to be 64 more rounds? Yes. Because it's, it's one more game. It's I, like, I, like there's one more day of games. Mm-hmm. The the day of games happen, you could you could have them all on the same day. That probably logistically makes zero sense. We probably don't have enough refs and enough whatever. But um, like it it you're adding one more round if it goes to 100. I don't want it to go to 128 again. I i i i would love for I want to go back to 64. That's my ideal. That's what I like. That's what I'm familiar with. Um, whatever. But at the same time, like if it goes to 128, that's one more day, two more days of of basketball I get to watch. And then I wipe my hands of it. I wake up on the Thursday. It's a 64 and away we go. It's like, I don't understand how this is like fundamentally. If they if they wanted to do a best of three in the NCAA tournament, that's fucked. I'm mad. I'm yeah. angry now. Now we're pissed yeah. off. That, ta- that fundamentally changes it. From the sweet if 16 you do, on, if it's a best yes. of three or whatever it if is. If you want to yeah. do, uh, you know, like if, if we're talking like that sort of thing, we're changing. We are now ruining, quote unquote, the the sanctity of what this is. Allowing more teams to participate, I I f- I felt like it would go the other way. Like I felt like people that love underdog stories would get excited about this that there's more. And I again, I get it that like you know a uh, uh, a team like I don't know a, a shitty Maryland team this year mm-hmm. gets into the NCAA tournament because it's an or like field. a
1: 500 in conference Oklahoma team yeah. gets
0: in or whatever it is. Yeah. That, that's not going to inspire a lot of uh, magical feelings about an underdog. I get that, but. um, Th- there, there are going to be one or two more of these mid majors that get in that are gonna and 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 if they're good they get a win if they don't then they lose like I don't I don't I don't understand I, I'm really I'm very very confused as to how this is going to ruin everything and uh, I don't know I guess I got to pay more attention or something but no one really seems to explain it everyone just like emotionally responds their emotional response is like mm-hmm. don't do this this will ruin it to whom it may concern yeah to Sean yeah, john is going to whom it may concern this will ruin everything and i'm like okay explain why it's going to ruin everything yeah. and they're like well it's just it's just going to 1985
1: uh, it goes uh, back it goes back to what is comfortable and what we've all known our entire basketball lives yeah. that's all it is it all comes back to that I, I
0: saw some people arguing that it will ruin it will devalue the regular season if you can just let anybody in to them i would say are we not have we not already devalued the regular season? Mm-hmm. And in fact, I think conference realignment devalues the regular season because uh for the longest time, like winning winning the Big Ten when there were only eleven teams or ten teams in the conference when you played everybody like an equal amount, uh, it meant more than like now in the Big Ten you you know you split into two divisions. Like the schedules yeah. come out, you can almost determine who's gonna win based on that. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, they don't have to go to Michigan State or Wisconsin. Well, there you go. they they have an inside track on winning the title, yeah. you know? Um So I feel like that we're in in,
1: and the conference tournaments have turned into like, uh, I don't even want to go 100 percent because I got to save myself for the real tournament.
0: If if the if the regular season, unless you do, if you think the 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 that the the NCAA tournament expanding is going to devalue the regular season, um, then you've never cared about the Like the people that care about the regular season are going to care about the regular season Mm -hmm. no matter what because at the end of the day there are still rivalries being played you still want to beat kansas state still wants to beat the shit out of kansas and it doesn't matter if like they need to win this game to get off the bubble or or they're comfortably it doesn't matter you're playing your rival you want to beat them um the same is true like if you care if you're someone who cares about your regular season conference championship you're going to continue to care about that and if you and if you in 2022 as it stands right now don't care about conference then there's then like not expanding isn't going to make you care. You know what I mean? And like at, we're already at a point where it's like, it there, already is. There's that. a line in the sand, yeah, yeah, and like yeah. some people care and some people don't. Like it's already,
1: and we're on our way to these super mega conferences anyway. Yeah. you know what I mean? Which is kind of like uh, the writing on the wall is there for all that to happen. And I'm looking at the CBS contract; it runs through 2032. They pay 770 million a year to broadcast it. So I think if you're thinking about the logistics of the tournament. The timeline where it would start with this, you know, expanded yeah. version. I think it's twenty thirty two, and I think you float it now
0: with the idea. Oh, that's, that it, it's that happening that, way sooner. Than you that. think so? Oh, way sooner. That's basketball happens like snap yeah. of a finger. That's football shit. That would be like twenty thirty two. I'm with. Like, I I get what I just you're feel saying, like if you're
1: CBS, you're like, there's no way that I I, I can't cut. I'm not gonna do all these games when I had this fixed number in. That's and true. I, you know I, what I we, mean?
0: we want more. Yeah.
1: So maybe force majeure.
0: Um, <laughs> yeah. wait, but CBS, CBS, yeah, they're paying the NCAA. They so pay they, the NCAA. They, like they get They want million. more. Yeah. So they're going to get free games out of it. Yeah, that's true. I guess so CBS yeah. would want that, wouldn't they?
1: I guess. But then you have to put on the production for all this. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's expenses. I don't know. Um, I don't know what the math would even out there. But I, I just was looking at that contract because I was thinking to myself, CBS has a fixed 14 year agreement based on the 68. It's very model. confusing.
0: I will say it's very confusing as I've gotten older. Trying to figure out which contracts matter and which ones don't. Yeah, <laughs> truly. Which like I don't even ACC, think have
1: these teams will know. Yeah, the ACC. The ACC is like none of these teams can move because it's, it's it's under contract. Even though You're Maryland like,
0: moves, uh, yeah, I don't know. And then like some some big name coach signs a contract extension for twenty years, and everyone's like, that doesn't mean anything. Yeah, he could, fire. He, he could leave. Yeah, yeah he could yeah. leave yeah. immediately. We'll pay he him forty fight. million yeah. a year
1: to get out of town.
0: <laughs> I'm very confused as to which contracts. Um. If you're someone who who values the, if you're someone that's worried about the regular season being devalued, though, uh, here's here's a challenge for you, uh, and I'm speaking to our listeners state. If someone out there is like, I, I'm really really worried about the, the the value of the regular season going away, without looking it up, tell me who won every power conference regular season championship last year in college basketball. Mm. Can you do it? Not, I mean. I could ask you tape, but also, like the people that are like, the regular season is sacred. We can't do anything to devalue it. Um, I'm not sure I could, honestly. Like, I remember the, I know the Big Ten winners because I care about the Big Ten. Yeah, exactly. That's how it's going to continue to be. It's like, if you care about your, the, the, the the conference your team is in, you'll care about that. But I, yeah, I don't.
1: And this same committee, the transformation committee, is trying to see if you even care about your conference at all. That's really the test that we're at in college basketball. That is, like you said, that is the real. Threat—the yeah. real existential threat to what is college basketball and what is college sports in general—it's these mega super conferences, whatever you want to call them, that are right there, waiting in the winds. And the guy who is trying to lead that charge is in charge of this committee, yeah. Greg Sankey. Yeah. So, I mean, that is where the real problem is. This is like, uh, look at my right hand while I'm I'm doing not so great things in my <laughs> left hand. That is what's happening right here. This is this is a magician at work.
0: Um. Uh, yeah. I, 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 I don't know. I but if if the You're not ex- wrong
1: and I think I understand why people were My upset. thought is
0: this like what makes the NCAA tournament sacred is not a number of teams in the tournament. It's mm-hmm. two things. It's uh teams at all sorts of levels, at every level. Uh there, there's 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 a team, not I mean within division one, you know what I'm saying. Like yeah, the yeah. small, the tiny ass conferences. Uh every every level of division one gets represented. That's one thing that makes it magical and special. The other is that it's single elimination. Yes. That's it. Those are the two. Those are the only two sacred things. Um, there's a lot built around that that's like become sacred to people for some reason. But the number of teams in it isn't what makes it special. Mm-hmm. It's never what made it special because if it was, it wouldn't have changed <laughs> every ten years like it does. So I I don't think this is the end of the world. But having said that... And it has changed to accommodate (laughs) the
1: amount of talented teams. And we do have... I mean, as much as you hear every reporter and journalist talk about parity in the sport, that this team, Loyola Chicago, could beat North Carolina on any any given night, right? There's parity in the sport. If we have that many good teams... They should have a chance to play. I guess, like,
0: title. yeah, maybe that's it for me. Is like, this this shouldn't be that the, the expansion. I don't want it to happen, but this is this is not that big of a deal. This is Greg Sankey trying to make you look at the right hand as he's going mm-hmm. to behind while well, everyone's arguing over this. He's they're trying gonna, to get North Carolina and Virginia at, yeah. to go
1: to the SEC and blow up the ACC. Yes, and that's yeah.
0: the, sh- the so I want everybody to like not care as much about how many teams are in the NCAA tournament because ultimately I don't think that really matters that much. Whereas like the conference realignment stuff and the ideas of cutting out the mid majors and. Uh, all of that—that that is a real life issue that could just completely fundamentally change everything—and it's happening in front of our very eyes. And instead, we're arguing over whether 68 or 81 is it 82? You think it should be 80? I think 88. Well, you're an 85 guy. Yeah. Well, okay. So I'm like, what are we doing? Who cares? Then none of that matters anyway. I'm a 1985
1: guy. Keep it at 64. That's uh,
0: <laughs> that's that's all. I've I've said my piece. Also, um. No, that's it. That's it. That's all I
1: guess. No, I think it's I think it's a fair conversation to have, but I, I'm tired of people getting up in arms about it. We we can all enjoy more basketball together.
0: That's all we're saying. That's really what it is, man. Yeah. It's like, uh hey, there's going to be more meaningful basketball games on television in March, mm. and people are like, what? What the fuck? <laughs> no, no, don't do that. Yeah. Meanwhile,
1: the <laughs> NBA is trying to copy this. Tournament. Yeah, exactly. They're like they're like, we want the tournament, and everyone's like, what do you mean you want the tournament? You can't have the tournament. Yeah. But they're trying to copy the vibes of that, and they really comes down to single elimination. If there were best of three, best of five, best of seven yes. series based on Sweet Sixteen, Elite Eight, Final Four, championship, then we're then we're veering in different territory. So what?
0: Th- what if? What if every team makes the tournament? Yeah, that would be awesome. I would love that. <laughs> 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 What's next? Are Division Two teams going to make this? Th- yeah, that'd be pretty. I, mean, I would sick, watch. I, I, would I would watch. I would watch all of it. That's I would, If you I let every single basketball team in the world into one single tournament. That would be the sickest thing ever. Like I don't I'm very, very I'm very confused. I understand the football part of it more because like football does fundamentally football went from there's literally no tournament whatsoever. It was just like whoever's voted number one at the end of the year
1: is the number one is the champion. Yeah.
0: To now there's gonna be twelve teams in a playoff. And that was like what 25, 30 year window? It went from one to the other. Yeah. That's a fast that fundamentally changes. How you crown a chance yeah that's like a big deal going from like at this point i don't know and I don't also think, i don't think it changes football that much. was so 64- wild
1: because it was like scheduling would play like a part in it you right know I mean? you could be the number one team you're playing like an unranked team on the road at their place and they beat you and it's like well they're number one now. Right. <laughs> it's like what? <laughs> it's like transitive property was really big back in the day oh man
0: so uh that was that was what i that was the big thing out of big 12 media day that was scott drew um he, he didn't really like start this, you know, but like he chimed in and then just kind of keeps the ball rolling, and then I was like, "Wait a second. this is not going this is happening, isn't it? Mm-hmm. This is definitely happening. It's 100 percent happening. It's just a matter of how much um, expansion takes place and when it takes place. And, and
1: they're all on the same side, right? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's one of those things where like they're all like they're all in D.C. All the politicians are in DC., whatever side they're on, they're all there together. It's like the same thing with college basketball. Yes, the, the message has been filtered down. To to throw it out there and the floating is working, right? Yeah. I mean, we're talking about it, people are writing about it. And, and, I'm defending, and I'm defending
0: this. And I'm not making any money from this, dude. This is the biggest concern I have is not like yet. I'm yeah, no. <laughs> Mr. Sankey. I should <laughs> I'm a moron. Why would I why would I side with these guys when I could have maybe like gotten a little, you know, a little kickback? Maybe I could have I mean, called up Greg Sankey and been like, Hey, I'll defend your position. That's if you, how it usually works. I don't know. I did this for free. God, what a <laughs> moron! I'm an idiot. Um, I think the Big Twelve, by the way, is uh, is going to be just fine in conference realignment. That's another thing. That's another vibe I got coming out of Big Twelve Media Day. Was that I think the uh, um, I, I don't I I, th- I think even even in 25, 30 years whatever when the dust is settled and the Pac twelve is dead and the ACC might be dead, I think the Big Twelve might be all right. We'll see. I don't know. I don't want to get ahead of myself, but I think they're going to pick up the scraps of the Pac-12. I was going to say, the Big 12 think, is at least being proactive. They're yeah, like I think they're very proactive, hands.
1: yeah. Yeah, and they're, they're willing to to move forward without Texas and Oklahoma, right? Mm-hmm. They're, not, they're not like... It seems as though the Pac-12, once the, the news came out that USC and UCLA is leaving... They're like, okay, <laughs> <Yeah, all> RIP. <right. laughs> They're like digging their own grave, you know what I mean? Yeah. And meanwhile, the Big Twelve was like, okay, bye. Yeah. We have to go find teams to, to put in your place, and uh, I respect that. And also, look, you win the national championship in 2022. You win it in 2021. You got Texas Tech gets there in 2019. Yeah, I mean, Big Twelve basketball is in a great spot, and then you're gonna bring in a program like a Cincinnati mm-hmm. that's on the right. I mean. They have good things. Yeah, Houston, dude. Yeah, of course, of course. Houston, I mean a national title contender, top three preseason AP team. Houston,
0: uh, BYU, BYU's a good program. Yeah, Houston, um, we have no problems. Big Twelve. Well, I don't know. That that that's kind of exciting though, because when yeah, when Texas and Oklahoma left, I was like, uh oh, Big Twelve, mm-hmm. RIP. But I don't think that's going to be the case. Um, good for Kansas. Big East media day. I don't know what you saw coming out of this, but uh, I, I saw uh, Tyler Kolick, Marquette. Mm-hmm. When asked how he felt about being picked, finished ninth in the Big East, two-word state, fuck them. That's what he said. That <laughs> <laughs> got the juices flowing because uh, I'm not really sure. It was such a great response because I'm not sure who he's talking about. Is he talking about like the people who voted them ninth? Is he talking about the other teams? Yeah. Is he talking about... The
1: pejorative they or them is, yeah. is easy to turn on. You know what I mean? It's like, they, whatever they're saying over there, F them, you know Yeah, I mean?
0: it's, dude. It's, it's good. It was very, very smart. Ryan Kalkbrenner uh, asked about uh Sonogo winning preseason player of the year, and he said, I got to be careful with what I say. I'm confident in my abilities. In my head, I know where I'm at. I don't really care. I think we're going to find out when we play them. So... um The old Big East vibes are back. And the the coaches are all chummy with one another. That's the other thing. That's like part of the Big East that we love is like Mm -hmm. the coaches in these settings are like chummy with each other. But then actually they all hate each other. Yeah. Um, There's always a picture where
1: they're all laughing and you're like, no, no, actually this guy actually hates this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So
0: old Big East might be back. Also, Greg McDermott said, uh, um, I saw he said uh, that he asked Ed Cooley if he's going to play all his games this year.
2: (laughs) Did he really? (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs)
1: Oh my God! I mean, he was joking. Yeah, I know, but that's so, great. I love to, it. I love, I love to see that. I mean, I also those are my
0: to, notes from the from the Big East meet today. Right I like? wanted
1: to point out Shaka Smart. Also, uh, they asked him about year two. He said it feels like year one, uh, which I, I thought was a nice hat tip to us. And then they yeah. also asked him what his team brought this year, and he said presence, <laughs> and, and not like presents like gifts. Like oh, Christmas, oh, I thought, but I thought you like, but for, I like, like the like, presents like he was like they have a presence about them and um, this team in general. So I I, I found that fascinating. So I love I love to see that from Shaka, and then also all the UConn guys, uh, SunoGo. They were all talking about Creighton. Creighton is the team that everyone's going after, and by that I mean UConn. UConn has got Creighton on the UConn board. and Creighton are, are it's a rivalry. Are, yeah, it's a budding rivalry. There's there's a lot going on there.
0: Villanova picked uh, third, picked to finish third. Mm, um, disrespect. The, it's the worst since 2013. They haven't they've they've picked they've been they've been picked to finish first or second in every single preseason Big East poll. <laughs> um, since 2013. Last time they were this low was 2013. They are picked uh, to finish fourth. You know where they finished? First. They won.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. and that that goes back to like my respect for the Jays of the Big East media because they say you lose a legendary coach. The new guy has to prove himself. I'm not just going to give them the <laughs> usual spot, right? So shout out to the journalists of the Big East. The ACC needs to take a note and learn how to do that. Themselves. But
0: I, I love the idea of Creighton being the heavy favorite, of Xavier having some buzz. Mm-hmm. UConn's trying to get in the mix with Creighton and Xavier. And, Did you see and, the
1: Sean Miller shirt? Uh uh-huh. there, There's a Xavier shirt with Sean Miller sweating, the meme, and it says drip. <laughs> cool. So shout, out, so shout out to Xavier. They're um, on top of it.
0: I love the idea of all those teams fighting each other, and then at the end, it's just Villanova again. it's <laughs> yeah, always Kyle Villanova. <laughs> Just called that dude. yet again. Um, how big of a deal is it that Oscar Shuba was on at SEC Media Day? A huge.
1: I feel like I am the I feel like the boy who cried wolf. You know what I mean? And there's the wolves surrounding me. There's a pack of wolves up here. And I'm like, John Calipari dropped this news on us, and he tried to do it in a lighthearted fashion to get our guard down. But again, this is sleight of hand. This is a Greg Sankey move. This is a we're, the team looks great. Jacob Toppin is putting up 250 shots a day. Severe Wheeler's never been in better shape. Uh, this guy put on 15 pounds of muscle. This freshman, he's, he's the best jumper we've ever had in the building. Also, our All-American player had knee surgery five days ago. You're like, wait, wait, what go back to <laughs> thing? <laughs> That's what's happening with them. And I, I, I find, that, I, I mean, it's kind of wild. I
0: saw that. Uh,
1: he is um, so important to Kentucky's title chances. I mean, Oscar Chibuay, Well, d- d- he, he is. Their, he is. Their, is.
0: He is their title chances
1: and he's not around and he's not available that is very concerning
0: i am very concerned i saw today the that they said it was just a 15 minute procedure and it was in and out and it was yeah, okay
1: well anytime that you get a surgery it is not nothing i don't care what anyone says especially and- when they say they're cleaning it up they're doing whatever he'll be back in a few days that's not how things work that's not how the human body works <laughs> it just it isn't it isn't that cut and dry and you're be- and it's a big man with a knee injury you're I'm, right. Al- I'm no, already you're right.
0: No, I mean, like I I I, know I hope how, I'm wrong. I know how this story ends, and it's Oscar Shibuy shows up on opening night and has 24 and 12, and then we're like, oh, I guess he's fine. Yeah, but knew. until that actually happens, I'm not I'm not I'm with you. I'm not just gonna shrug my shoulders and be like, oh, it's just a little minor knee thing. I want this did. to be a blip. Yeah. But this is
1: giving full bomb. Yeah. Uh, this, this is this could be something if this lingers too, where it's like he does come back. And he's not running so great, and he doesn't look very fluid, and he's getting pulled out of games, and they're like working on his knee on the bench. I mean, that's a problem. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is the national player of the year.
0: What about his uh, name, image, likeness deals? What happens? It's to those? Two million dollar deals. What if they? What if? What if like he's not ready to come back, but he has to for his <laughs> for his NIL deals? It's two million dollars, or else they're gonna pull the money. Part of it I, was contingent on...
1: I couldn't imagine what these do. I mean, they, they could have those types of contracts. Right? It's like completely, you know, you have to average 15 and 15 <laughs> and Oscars out there just like doing whatever you can do. I'm um, a little worried though. I really am. And I hope it's not a big deal. I hope it's a blip.
0: Um, what, what else was going on for media days that you saw? Anything interesting? <laughs> I mean, honestly, SEC media days
1: as I was going through uh, the drudge of things, I just wanted to, to point out that I do miss Will Wade.
0: Yeah, he was, he, was good. he was good for some quotes. Yeah, yeah, it's true.
1: Like, it, there needs to like a little bit of levity with the SEC coaches. You know what I mean? It does feel like every program right now. It's like even at Georgia, you know, they're, they're, like Mike White is, is trying to make them a legit program. You got Todd Golden. All the coaches there seemingly like have their shit together. You know, yeah. for lack of a better term. But Will Wade. Was a bit of a gym where it was like I don't know what he's gonna say. Yeah, I don't know what they're gonna ask him. I know it's gonna be something ridiculous. So I, I my main takeaway from SEC media days is just, where is Will Wade? Um, I don't know yeah, where, where is where is Will Wade in general. He should be like yeah. an assistant somewhere or like on a staff somewhere. I don't he's gonna hire him. He should
0: be. He should. Uh, where is Will Wade?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my my big takeaway is where is Will Wade? Where there is Will Wade now? I just googled. <laughs> He probably did the uh, Shaw Miller, right? You just like go to practices.
0: Oh, he did a he did an interview with, on a um, whoa, 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 whoa. uh He did some podcasting. I'm not gonna. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm well, sounds um, like he fell off. <laughs> <laughs> I saw uh Devo Davis painted his nails for Arkansas. Mm. That was a story that uh, got some traction because uh, I don't know if. if this might surprise you, Tate, but like people in the South apparently have thoughts on basketball players <laughs> painting their nails. <laughs> and uh, and what that means. And uh Musselman didn't seem to be a huge fan of it. But uh, also Muslimman Musselman had like a great response to it, which was like because so so he was asked, like, is this like a team building thing that we're all painting our nails now? And Musselman was just kind of like, no, nah, this isn't a team building thing, but also like he supports his guy, but he's also like, this isn't Arkansas basketball. But. Yeah,
1: he's like, this isn't necessarily a program based thing. This is like more of an individual based thing. It's also like, you know, we live in LA. I mean, that's what these high school that's what they do. They think it's cool now. You know what I mean? So you just gotta like. You're just like yeah. I just fri- I freaking
0: love I I love so much the the like like I I I see basketball players painting their nails and I I think like I don't get it, but whatever yeah. Um, and I'm 35, so I can't imagine being, <laughs> if I'm in my 60s coaching a basketball team and these are the guys I'm recruiting now, like what's going on? Yeah,
1: like, Yeah, you're just like, I, I don't know. You just kind of got to keep your head in the cloud at some level. You're like, I'm never going to get it. <laughs> He's a great kid. I love his work ethic.
0: feels like the generational divide gets bigger every, you know, like as as more time passes, the yeah. the kids and the – The 19-year-olds and the 60-year-olds the gap gets bigger and bigger as to like what what they're what they think what they're yeah, they're, what they're, they're trying to accomplish with their lives. There's like an Atlantic
1: article in there where there's like so many micro generations in between. Like there mm-hmm. used to be like the boomers, that it mm-hmm. was like these macro generations, and now there's so many micro generations. Like that the, the older generations, like what is happening down there? <laughs> what is but happening? then there's what
0: like yeah, within the generations, there's yeah, because there's generations within the generations that, fra- that aren't yeah, even. There are people that are the exact same. They were born on the exact same day as me. Mm-hmm. That are Gen Z. Yeah, <laughs> <And then they're laughs> born the exact same day as me. That are Boomers. Exactly. I can't explain it, but it's true. Um, I don't understand how it happened, but uh, it cracks me up. But I, I was uh, I was watching like the interview with Devo Davis and and Muscle Man at uh, with, like the SEC Network or whatever. They're at the desk, and I just it, it just felt like a nice snapshot of of college sports in twenty twenty two. That like <laughs> the kid was. Just doing something that was was melting everyone's brains and trying. Everyone's trying to figure it out, but also, it's, he, he painted his fucking nails. Like, yeah, it's not, that big, yeah, it's not that
1: big of a deal at all. But it's also like SEC media days. Like, are they in Birmingham too? They're just like, they're like all looking around. All these beat writers, like,
0: what the hell? <laughs> The same with, with Jimmy Butler doing the hair. Like I don't. Yeah. it's Just don't and then Jimmy Butler is like, I'm just trolling you I'm guys. I'm just trolling everybody. You're like what even? You're like is what is this? happening?
1: I, I, that's like the world that we live in. The, perfect example. You know the rapper Little Yanni, right? Of course, you yeah, know Little yeah, Yanni. Yeah. He I'm, has a new single. The single is a minute and thirty seconds, and it's literally him going, "I brought the walk to Poland," which is basically like I brought lean to Poland. And then they asked him about it. It's and, I mean, you know, it's just like he says the same thing for a minute forty seconds. And you're like, one, I don't. Most people don't even know what the walk. Is people are like why is he whining about Poland? Da da, da, da. They asked him like how this song come to be your lead single of your album. He was like I was just trolling. <laughs> You're like this is this is what this is entertainment now. It's just trolling. That, that is what people were doing. I think Russell Wilson is doing it at the highest level right now. Yeah. It can't be yeah. real. Like, he has to be trolling all of us. This danger witch and all this stuff going on. I'm like, yeah. this is just trolling. And that's what content is at this point. And maybe we're seeing it live at SEC Media Days. How do I break people's brains? Is what most people are going Yeah.
0: About. Yeah. That, uh, <laughs> um, is that it? That, that's basically all I I had, I think, for the media days. The big one is the NCAA tournament expansion, and there were know. pretty
1: boring media days,
0: to be honest. The with you. SEC and Big Twelve, we, we gotta we gotta revamp the media days. That's why yeah. I'm not I'm not even gonna care about the Pac-12 ones. I'm not the, the Big Ten. And ACC, I will be shocked if it actually happens
1: if the Pac-12 has media days.
0: They need to do them all like at the same time, which makes no sense because I understand you like the national journalists, you want to be able to go to everything, all of them, and you wouldn't be able to do that if they're all on the same day. But that needs to be the new midnight madness, mm-hmm. you know. Like when everybody's doing it at the exact same time and um, we don't, we don't need national reporters at these things. We need no. the local beat guys to just like let the nuggets out the, you know, the little quotes here and They here get and there. the nuggets, right? Yeah. The national guys don't get the nuggets. But I think you need to make it an, an event and do it like over the course of, of an entire week. It's just, in do, Vegas. Do, it Let's one, do it in Vegas. Do it in Vegas. Do it all at the same time. <laughs> do them all at the exact same time. <laughs> Bring all the kids to Vegas.
2: let's let's see what happens
0: um all right well let's take a break we'll come back and uh maybe talk a little nba answer some emails perfect
1: quick break to get a word from our sponsors one of our favorite sponsors for quite some time now is first leaf and uh, i have a question for you do you like to unwind with our podcast and a nice glass of wine if you said yes well first leaf makes it simple to discover new wines you'll love they learn your taste then deliver quality wines right to your door Forget driving to the wine shop, forget shopping by the label, and forget overspending on bottles you don't like. With Firstly, if you rate each wine you receive with a simple thumbs up or thumbs down, then their experts will send you personalized selections with new and exciting bottles in every box. In fact, First Leaf can recommend wines you'll love with 96% accuracy. As your tastes evolve, so will the wines you receive. And if you're not completely satisfied with a bottle, First Leaf will credit you for another. That's wine made simple. Sign up today and you'll get your first six bottles for $39.95 plus free shipping. Go to tryfirstleaf.com slash Tate. That's tryfirstleaf.com slash Tate. To get your first six bottles for $39.95 plus free shipping, tryfirstleaf.com slash Tate. All right, NBA season underway. Um, I don't know why. What are we, I laugh what are we when you day day three of
0: of uh, the NBA? Are you still into the NBA? Have you have you? I'm still you in.
1: I'm still into it. I uh, you know what's really frustrating? You're like you said. We're day three in the NBA. The best player in the NBA has not played yet. LeBron? No, Giannis. Oh, like I have not watched Giannis <laughs> play yet. I keep every single time I look at my app, I'm like, when did the Bucks play? They finally played at night. They play the Sixers, but. Um, I'm excited to see him play the best player in the world. But the rookies, I saw Rosillo tweeting, the league is in good. The hands. The league is in good hands. <laughs> that's
0: what I. That's what I learned from the first couple of nights. There's a lot of great young players, and once I, I think mm-hmm. once I figured that out, I, I said my work here is done. I don't need to watch anymore. Yeah. So I think I'm out on the league now. I just wanted to You'll pop check in. back in in 2013. Yeah, too. I just wanted yeah. to make sure that um, there were actually talented young players, um, because, you know, historically the NBA has never really had talented young players. Mm-hmm. But, it's the, this is
1: the first new wave. Yeah,
0: this is the first time we've had mm-hmm. a crop of young guys that are good. So, um, boy, that's been exciting to watch. Uh, I saw the Hornets one. What the hell are you guys thinking? Yeah, the
1: Hornets, the You're one year that beat- every Hornets fan all together said, LaMelo's hurt. Um, there's this Victor Wimbanyama kid that we should definitely tank for. We should lose every game. Mr. Jordan, please, can we lose every game? They come out, they play the Spurs, who are also tanking, and beat their ass. And it's all <laughs> Gordon Hayward's fault. <laughs> I'm like watching Gordon, Hay- Gordon Hayward have his best game as a Hornet. I'm like, how, how is this happening now?
0: Does he does he still have the haircut?
1: Yes. Yeah. Apparently, he went to LaMelo's what? Barber. No, I'm not. I'm not <laughs> that's not true. But, uh, but uh, yeah, he, he's... Uh, I don't know what's going on with Gordon. I think that's, he might be having a little bit... Like you said, I don't know if I'm a Gen Z or a boomer. I think Gordon's, he, <laughs> Gordon's, having, <laughs> Gordon's having, a having that crisis. The, the, right
0: yeah, Gordon's having the his teammates have their nails painted what am i
1: doing
0: his agents like gordon you're on the downswing of your career you gotta you gotta make Uh, sure you can stick around in the league and he's like "Uh, all right i guess i I guess i gotta fit (laughs) in with these guys get a cool haircut yeah uh the haircut was uh that was tough that was that was uh that's not a that that is not indicative of of how we raise people in brownsburg i still i still like gordon that is an Avon haircut if I've ever seen one. Yeah, it's not that's a, what it gave yeah. It gave me
1: like I'd marry a Mountain for sure.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's the look. Uh, how about the Pacers tank job, dude? Mm. Miles Turner rolls his ankle on a ball boy in warm-ups, sits out the game, the yeah. Pacers lose.
1: And the ball boy that got is, a raise. That
0: is next-level <laughs> tanking, dude. I'm yeah, so excited about that.
1: I, I like that the Pacers. the Pacers seemingly... Are playing the new NBA game, you know what I mean? They're like that's all well, I've ever wanted. Yeah, exactly. They're, they'll they'll offer restricted restricted free agent like Aiton to ruin another yes. team. Yes, they'll like they'll tank. Like they're like we're we're new age NBA, which they the, never have
0: been. My whole life, the Pacers have been a they, they've they've run themselves like a college basketball team where they're yes. trying to be as good as they possibly can every year, and mm-hmm. they're always good enough to to not get a good draft pick and also not compete for a title. Yes. And that's every single year. Yes. And, and they really think that if they try really hard and follow all the rules and eat their vegetables and say their prayers. It's going to work out. That David Stern and Adam Silver are going to bless them with a the rigged lottery. Mm-hmm. Um, they will not. They never will. <laughs> they never will. It's never going to happen. So uh, I I, I want to see them fight dirty. That's all I want. Mm-hmm. I want to see the Pacers, like you said, uh, uh, just kind of mess up the DeAndre Ayton-Suns situation. Yeah, get, they get, do this. get in the they, do what they were doing there. I literally. want to see him tank a little bit. I want to see him, you know, play the game, man. Get it, get involved, get in there. The, the the Pacers are Ned Stark, dude, in Game of Thrones, man. I need I need them to be a little more Littlefinger, you know. Yeah, I need and them I, to get.
1: I, I agree with that, and I also stop think having that, so much honor. Yeah, stop with this honor stuff. Mm-hmm. I also I think that the Pacers used to look at the Spurs. You know, this is me just reading into it, but I feel like they could look at the Spurs and say that we could do that. You know, yeah. like that could be us easily. And now they're saying the Spurs are tanking. Also, like, this yeah, is and like you know how you
0: know how the Spurs tanking. did it. You know how the Spurs became the Spurs? Tanking. They got the number one pick in the draft. <laughs> yeah, <I> <laughs> <Jim Duncan. laughs>
1: and they said Tim Duncan couldn't play with David Robinson. Oh man, the greatest power forward ever.
0: Um, you know what? You know what blew my mind too is I was watching a Celtics, uh, uh, Sixers, Sixers, yeah, mm-hmm. and and Joe is coaching, and that's already weird enough that you know a guy my age is coaching the the Celtics. But um, I thought he did a pretty good job. Yeah, he won, so no, he I did a good job. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. All yeah. Everyone the did game, his job, though. yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> like Missoula looks good. Like, yeah, they won.
0: <laughs> how does this not like? At some point, it has to underscore how meaningless coaches, coaches are. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Where you get guys that are. I mean, is that what the Celtics? The Celtics already kind of did that with Stevens, who's awesome. But I mean, them hiring Stevens was batshit insane to hire a guy from Butler mm-hmm. at that time. Mm-hmm. That was crazy. And and Danny Ainge was like, I see, he's a boy wonder, he's a genius. I, you know, we went out to lunch, and I could see in his eyes that he, he's a he's, genius. An yeah, he's a Yeah, he's a asshole. <laughs> he looked at me and he started crying, and he said, "Get me out of the state. I belong in Boston." And I figured, what the hell? I'll hire him. But at the time, I was like, the Boston Celtics. But that's why Brad took the job mm. in the first place. He was like, I can't say no to the Celtics. This is insane. I'm pinching myself that they're offering me this job. Um, but at a, at a, is that what the Celtics are doing? Is like at a certain point, they're just going to like hire the most random person possible and see if they could still win games. And it's like some sort of like, I mean, the Lakers are kind of doing it too, except they're not winning. They suck ass, but uh, it dawned on me watching the Lakers and Celtics, watching Darvin Ham and and, um, uh, Joe Missoula that Carolina, North Carolina, Duke, the Boston Celtics, and the Los Angeles Lakers, the head coaches of all of those teams, four of the most storied basketball brands in, in all of this country, have a combined one year of head coaching experience, and it was Hubert Davis last year. That's crazy, isn't yeah,
1: it? Yeah, that is insane. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. When you, yeah, that is.
0: I mean, because all four of those, like, if the job <laughs> opens up, the rational brain says they're going to go try to hire Pat Riley, Pat Riley, <laughs> yeah, and Jay yeah, Wright, and yeah, Mark Few, and like you know, <laughs> Coach K, Pat, Coach K, K. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're doing the exact opposite. They're like, is there a 34 year old that's never coached before? Perfect. Here, come coach my team. But, but I, <laughs> and I
1: think they're all trying to play the same game, which is like they're looking 40 years into the future. of Like, mm-hmm. I've had Joe Missoula coaching the Celtics for 30 years. Or, you know, at the time they thought it was Ime, you know, or I had Hubert Davis for 30 years, John Shire for 30. They're all making 30 year plays. And they're like, if I'm going to do that, I have to start at 34. Yeah. But it is batshit insane. And it also devalues coaching. At a high level, especially if you're an NBA executive, GM, owner, whatever it is, you're like, I don't need anything. Dude, but the I, players.
0: I, I'm observing this, and I'm like, I should get into coaching right now. Like, yeah. I, I feel like I could be coaching Kansas in five years if I start coaching right now. Yeah, when Bill Self retires, like I'm gonna throw my name in the hat and just be like. And all um, you really need
1: is like I'll do media people <laughs> to just kind of you know. <laughs> pump out the the machine for you and say how great of a coach you are and how you deserve a chance and yada, yada, yada. Yeah. I mean, bright, bright young basketball mind. I mean, look at yeah. Willie Green, right? Willie Green, that was always coming out of the Warriors. They're like, Willie Green is so smart. Willie Green is this, this, and that. And I think he really is. Now I'm watching with the Pelicans. I'm like, Willie Green's a great hire. You know what I <laughs> mean? But it's like, it's been fed to me that I believe that. And then on the flip side, Steve Nash got the same treatment when he was with the Warriors. And I watch him now with the Nets. And I'm like, this guy... What's going on yeah. here? Yeah, you know this isn't Willie
0: Green. I, I, I I'm worried about uh, the future of coaching carousels, though. Then, mm. uh, or, or not, not coaching carousel. Coaching carousel speculation. Because when jobs start opening up, it's not enough to just say like Billy Donovan to UCLA. Like that's not the play anymore. No, that's not the. You know,
1: it's like whatever 34 year old they have on staff. Yeah. who's like in charge of brand? The brand. Yeah, the, the guy the that coach.
0: runs the analytics for the team yeah. is now the guy that's. <laughs> going to be the coach
1: <laughs> Did jim not in agreement that's correct um should we talk about the rookies real quick yeah, you, yeah 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 the yeah rook- is the league in good hands in yeah practice? the league's in good hands palo Bancaro. uh i think he was the first rookie to have 25 and 5 in his first game first outing since like lebron and kareem at jabbar whatever stat they came up with whatever propaganda they came the palo
0: propaganda is happening huh oh it's to the max it's to the max. In fact, dude, I got. I'm gonna retire on trying to. I, I think I'm done with draft analysis. I'm done with like trying to have any sort of like. I I watched this man all season. I watched him like put his head down and just try to do spin moves on dudes that were six inches smaller than him. And mm-hmm. then when he would bully them and slap the backboard as he would lay it in, and then flex and be like, "I'm, I'm awesome." I'm I would I, I would say, okay, but Brady Mannix just scored twenty what on you and. Um, and he just blocked you. And just blocked you twice. Yeah. And then it he said, said bang, bang. And then Paolo face. would like, he, he would come off a ball screen and then like try to size up his defender and then rise up and shoot a three and just break the shit out of it. And I was like, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I've watched this guy all year. I don't really think he's. <laughs> yeah. And guess, <laughs> like, I mean, guess, I...
1: guess what he did last night, like he did in all those other games? Lost. <laughs> yeah. You know, like I'm so tired of, I mean, that's my biggest problem with the NBA discourse. It's like I watched Jay Nivey last night with the Pistons. I'm like, man, I like this guy. 19 points, 4 assists, 3 steals, playing great defense. I'm like, this guy looks the part. Guess what? They won. I'm like, okay. I, I can't I, figure I like out what I'm seeing here.
0: I can't figure out who the, the that's what's so frustrating is like I I swore going into that draft that Paolo was going to be like not like the 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 NBA nerds on Twitter were going to not like Paolo. They love him. They love him. I don't mm-hmm. understand it. Like I the, the, they're I thought like Jay Ivy they would love and Matherin they would love because they're you know guys that were gonna have the ball in their hands. Um, they're more lead guard type mold, you know, or at least they're certainly closer to yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. They're downhill types. Yeah, Anthony Edwards, Dom yeah. Types, like. yeah. um, Rand types. Yeah. So I I don't know, dude. I think I think I'm gonna retire when 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 Paolo goes nuts, wins Rookie of the Year, and then every single media person is like, he might be the greatest rookie we've ever seen. I think I'm just going to retire. From- no, I mean I'm, I'm right there with you.
1: I mean, look, this is a headline. We'll I mean, Deadspin's debunked and no one cares anymore. But this is a headline from Deadspin about Paolo Jordan Brand keeps signing Duke guys because North Carolina can't produce worthy candidates, and then it's it's a whole story about Paolo Benkera. Like I mean, the the machine, the propaganda machine that's going. on. How did on- that
0: happen? How did this guy go from? Uh, whatever. I don't. I don't care. I don't, I don't exactly. yeah, 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 just tap out. <laughs> I'm so good. Views, and I even like, imagine... I watched him lose the North Carolina in the final four. I was yes. like, oh well, there goes his, you know, like Paolo is going to be still a top five pick, but like there goes you know all the hype, the, the hype mm. and it's I guess you he, know, he's it's, got it's, exposed. Yeah, and the exact opposite happened. Yeah, literally the exact
1: opposite. Because find me one Duke fan that has accepted that loss yet. <laughs> they haven't, and not not even the the I mean like the popular culture, the zeitgeist or whatever you want to call it. They haven't either. It hasn't really. And I don't, maybe it never will. Maybe it never will.
0: I don't know, man. Because Mr.
1: K, did you see this? Mr. K is uh, at the Heisman Trophy dinner this year. I'm not, I'm not even kidding. <laughs> at the, Heisman? At the Heisman, the Trophy, Heisman? at the Heisman Trophy dinner where the best college football player will be acknowledged. They are now splitting the ceremony into a humanitarian award event, where Coach K is having his own dinner at the Heisman dinner, and he is winning humanitarian of the year, twenty twenty two. Are you serious? No, I'm dead serious. So uh, as uh, this humanitarian, should, yes, and as uh, like like he changed the world this past year after losing. <laughs> like we, what they should do is bring him there under the humanitarian award and then play his final game for everyone to watch. Is what I would say. But he's he he will be at the Heisman dinner. Google it, Mr. K. Humanitarian Award. I saw that yesterday, and I'm like, "Am I gonna have to? I'm gonna have to watch this like during the Heisman Trophy ceremony? He won't go away.
3: What number is this for him? <laughs> How many has he gotten? It's gotta be fifty. I think right? it's the same as his gold medals, You're on. on What, dude? Redeem You see what die. I'm saying,
2: dude?
0: This is Obama Nobel Peace Prize this, this, shit. This is <laughs> unbelievable. Like, doing? This is
1: un- at the Heisman dinner. They're having a set. I didn't even know that they had a separate dinner at the Heisman dinner, but yes, that's that's the world that we live in right now.
0: Um, But Palo is going to be winning Rookie
1: of the Year, right? I think so. Yeah. I mean, Duran looked great. Jalen Duran looked great last night. Matherin looked great, like you said. I mean, Ivy will be in the conversation, but oh, also, Walker Kessler is the only player in league history who recorded a double double and shot 100% from the field in his NBA debut. Whoa. So, Walker Kessler on Whoa. your list. The Jazz looked great, by the way. Conley looked great. Yeah, the Jazz. The, the Jazz were jazz fun. The, yeah, the, <laughs> <jazz>. <laughs> like the Nuggets were so confused. They're like, I thought you guys were taking it. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Daddy age just sitting up there. He's like, "Why are they trying to win this game?" I need a, <laughs> uh,
0: the Score Mobile app uh, that I use to like you know look at schedules and scores and everything to to tell who's playing who and all that. I need uh, they got the top twenty five thing for for college sports. Yeah, or, you know when it's a top twenty five matchup. Of course, I need it to sort by teams that are tanking and not tanking. Yes. so you can like. So when they out.
1: lose, is actually a W. So yeah. it's like, I know it's actually what they wanted. It's like, what outcome do they actually want here?
0: Yeah, I need someone to translate it for me in real time, like what's going on here and who's... Who's happy and who's not?
1: What's, what's hilarious? I got a text last night from an NBA person who you know, and he works for a team, but he texted me about the Hornets and said, "Oh man, so sorry about the Hornets." And when I saw that, <laughs> I hadn't even looked at the score. I was like, "Oh, we're getting crushed." The J- but, then, but then they're up twenty. It's like we're the, we're upset about the being Jazz up
0: Nuggets game. Both both teams are pissed off in the locker room. <laughs> it's like the most somber <laughs> post game you've ever seen. Yeah, Everyone's they get upset. cussed out in the Jazz locker
1: room. Colin Sexton gets cussed out for trying hard. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's so dumb uh, i think the lakers have a shot at number one by the way well you know who i think the lakers like no, i don't think they're not gonna be the worst team in the league but um i i think part of uh the tanking that um i don't know if enough people are are aware of is that just because you get you are the worst team does not mean you're going to get victory but you have Ruben. a
1: 33 percent yeah, chance you're one of the three the, teams to the, get the fourteen. yeah, yeah.
0: so um I think the Lakers are going to have a shot. Like, I think they're going to be bad enough. They're, you know, are they going to be one of the seven worst teams, eight worst teams or whatever? Absolutely. Yeah. I think think they're they're in range. They're going to be in range, I think, to maybe get the.
1: Absolutely. And then the funniest part about that is that the Pelicans have their pick. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, so so if they get number one, they don't get it? No. So the Pelicans who could go to the Western Conference Finals could, in theory, have the Lakers have the worst season ever, be the number one pick, and then have to have Victor Wimbanyama go play with Zion and CJ McCollum and Brandon Ingram. Oh yeah, and all the guys that they traded to get Anthony Davis.
0: No, Adam Silver will fix that. They'll they'll find a way to do <laughs> they'll fix that. They'll fi- find a way to they'll they'll renege on the, the trade and be like <laughs> We, we changed our mind. The yeah, Lakers it, get their own. pick. It was actually pick, top three get, protected. Yeah. So yeah. it's all good. They'll find a way.
1: It could be top three protected. But yeah, they, I think the New Orleans owns their pick. Because sure. of the Anthony Davis yeah, trade, Yeah, because right? of the Anthony yeah. Davis trade. That yeah. he forced out that he could have just waited and signed <laughs> He and Carmelo Anthony, I'll never understand why they forced their way out when they could have just waited. But who cares?
0: Oh, man. Um, all right, let's read some emails. Yeah, I'm done with the NBA conversation.
3: All right, we got one that's a Chris Mack follow-up. If you remember last week's eyebrows. eyebrow story. Did <laughs> I hear Chris Mack? I the uh-huh. Yep. Or missing. I, yeah. So listen to Friday's show. The Chris Mack story is very unsurprising. When I was a student at Butler, we were waiting outside the stadium a few hours before tip off so we could get good seats in the student section. When the Xavier bus came in to drop the players off, they used the entrance right by the line of students. Naturally, us drunk students started yelling. Everything you would expect from us. Fuck you, Xavier. Your chili sucks. Voldemort wants his identity back. None of this drew any reaction from the players or coaches. But then someone yelled, zip him up, Chris, as Mac walked by. He immediately turned around, got into the face of the student, and told him to shut the fuck up, among other <laughs> <guys>. <laughs> he went. He went on to tell security to kick the kid out of the line <laughs> and not let him into the game. The security guard just gave the kid a warning. Chris Mack didn't um, Chris Mack is like,
1: he has been on a villain arc. Didn't Rick Pitino, time.
0: this reminded me, well, didn't Rick Pitino lose his mind in the Dino one time yeah. when he was walking through the, he
1: said that like, someone touched him. I was at that game. He, he said that someone yelled at him at first. He said someone touched him. And then he said, someone yelled something like really profane at him. But yeah, he was walking by the student section back to the tunnel. And they just he just turned around and yeah. snapped. he had a white suit on. I'll never forget it, dude. It was like watching like a van, like a vampire. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> just like go crazy. And then uh, I think after the game, like Roy, like apologized to him or whatever. But he said like some student said something that you know was very unflattering. He he alluded to what it was, but I won't say it here. Yeah,
0: you found the vi- you found the video. Yeah, here's of, the video of, right of here. Patina of Patina. going crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like
1: uh, I was I was uh, he didn't have the white suit on yeah. I thought he did but, but he maybe that's, that's, <laughs> your, that's just your mind hold. oh yeah 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 He he's like holding me back it's like everyone's holding him back that's right he was definitely saying like
3: F your mother yeah <laughs> he's like, your mother. someone someone <laughs> some I, <laughs> I, I like the idea of like every fan <laughs> was yelling like. just offensive <laughs> shit about him
0: having sex in in uh, yeah. uh, restaurants and um <laughs> paying for abortions and uh you Know hiring strippers and all that, and, and he's just on phase, he just keeps his head down. And then one guy from North Carolina is like, Rick, you cheated the game, and then he turns around and yeah. he's like, I would never. I think, I think, I mean, look at, the I would story. never cheat the game. I
1: think he said that the they, when they finally asked him, the, the person said, You suck, was like what he said, like he was like, That was like what they said to him, like, You suck, when obviously. Maybe a little bit more. No, uh, I, I, you know.
0: I I think it stuck in my mind that I remember that <laughs> one because of uh, yeah. At the time, like people were just saying the most heinous shit about Rick Pitino that I'm like, if if yeah. this man was really going to fight everybody that said mean shit to him, mm-hmm. he would never stop fighting. That's all he would be doing is just punching people. In my mind, so confused eye- as to what could have possibly been said that made him.
1: That was his last. I game. think I know. That was his last game coaching in the. In my like, this may not be, but like the way I remember, it it was his last game coaching the Dean Dome. He had an all white suit on, and then someone said, "You suck," and then he lost his mind, and then that was like how he left. Like in in my brain, I'm like, "That's the last time I'll ever <laughs> see Ricardo in the Dean." Dome.
3: I think somebody called Columbus Day Indigenous People's Day, and he's realistic. <laughs> <Yeah, that's funny. laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
2: <laughs> just that's a got him.
0: That's Oh uh, man, maybe that's why Louisville hired Chris Mack though, because they are like this is this is what we need out of our coach. Yeah, is, is someone willing to fight. We had chaotic time. evil.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: we, 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 did you see? Neutral evil.
0: Did you see? Patino said that he wants to die on the sidelines. I mean, <laughs> that's,
2: that's awesome. sick. Yeah, it's his awesome. quote like was:
0: that, "If man. I had a choice for when I could die, <laughs> it would probably be on the sidelines." Just roll a seven right there.
1: Dude, what a legend!
2: <laughs> He's the this, best. Is, this is why Rick so Pitino. Much. Yeah,
1: I mean, like you were mentioned earlier, like what these jobs you can't come up and say Rick Pitino. Any big job that comes up, I'm saying Rick Pitino. Absolutely. Till I, till he dies. Absolutely.
0: The Absolutely. Nick's job, Rick Pitino.
3: Um, any other emails? Panthers. Yeah, this <laughs> next one has a visual component. I just forwarded you guys the email because there's pictures with this one. Okay. okay. This
0: will right. this will this will be great for our listeners.
3: Yeah. Well. Dear Titus, Jim, and especially Tate. Oh, God, uh, Forget it. Next one. Um, <laughs> I got an Instagram DM from a former UNC basketball player trying to sell some game-worn worn gear and merch. I added the screenshots on the email. Not sure if he got hacked or he's just down bad and trying to make some money, but figured this would be something you guys would want to see.
0: So the, so we're not going to say who it is. <laughs> but no, this no. Man, no, that's, that's why I just wanted to. This just man, the the so this man, uh, North Carolina player, um, One of my favorites. What's up, man? I'm selling some game worn gear. If you're interested, just <laughs> reaching out to different UNC fans to see if they would want anything. And he's just he's just randomly DMing people trying to sell.
3: Tate's jealous. He's like, <sighs> why didn't I get the?
1: Yeah, I, honestly, that's what I'm looking at. I'm like, dude, I would definitely buy
3: like two of those, or those things. Fan. Oof,
0: oof. That's a uh, yeah. I uh, that's almost sad more than anything. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that is. But help him out. Buy it. Damn him. I mean, I
1: would. Some of that stuff's cool. also, should like I do that? With, should shit? I do that with my shit? <laughs> yeah, just yes. randomly DM Hey, friend of the program.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> this guy, Daniel, who sent that also says P.S. Mark, I'm the guy who asked you if you were Kurt Rambis at East Bank Club in Chicago.
0: Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah
3: so he start,
1: he he's like i i knew before anyone else knew that you were kurt rambus no this is
0: when we had talked about it on the pod oh i, mean, I was, oh, I was oh. in chicago at oh the, that's right at the that's gym. The yeah. Thing. Okay. yeah yeah i
1: thought this was uh for whatever reason i went to zany's in my head when we were oh, doing yeah, our chicago yeah, yeah. show i thought it was like 2019 he's like you're nobody he he,
0: he he walked over and he was like uh are you kurt Rambis?" and like that th- those four seconds that I didn't realize, like, I'm, I'm too stupid. Like, when people recognize me, or, or yeah, yeah, especially yeah. when they're, like, doing, like, a bit kind of like that, I'm way too stupid to, to pick up on it immediately. Mm-hmm. So, for, like, a four-second window, he comes over and he's like, hey, man, I don't want to bother you, but are you Kurt Rambis? I, I, for, like, four seconds, I was losing my mind, like, holy shit. I really do look that much like Kurt Rambis. Like, this 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 "This random guy thinks I'm Kurt Rambis. (laughs) I'm out here. I was like, I have to get the part now. (laughs) And then uh, he's like, I listen to the show and whatever. And I was like, damn. I I
2: see what happened here now.
1: You're like, sorry, buddy. I I was getting really excited. Damn it. (laughs) I had a phone call to go make.
2: (laughs) Damn it.
3: Uh, Anyway, is that it? No, we got some more. All right. All right. Hey, Titus Tate and most importantly, Jim. Oh, gosh. I just graduated from an SEC school. That I don't think anyone would mistake for a basketball school my fraternity had a list of electives to take that were essentially tate's FM studies class and i ended up in intro to religion over the summer as i stayed in town to bartend when i showed up to the first day of class two minutes before the start i was the only person there i wondered if i was in the wrong class but then soon realized out of my 20-person class i was in I was the only one who wasn't on the basketball or football team. (laughs) The class covered the three main religions with daily homework and one 20 multiple choice test at the end. The teacher would assign us a single page from one of the three religions and asked us to take notes on it as homework. What are the three religions?
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean he's really yeah, he's saying that like it like it's definitive.
1: Yeah. Yeah, like I'm trying to think of what the three biggest ones. Yeah. <laughs> he's like got he, uh, Scientology in yeah. it. He also
3: <laughs> He also would give five bonus points to whoever took the best notes each day. I would turn in a quarter of a page worth of notes that were just bullet points of four sentences throughout the page that seemed important. Shockingly enough, as the only non- Non athlete, I got the bonus points every single day and wound up with a 200% in the class. <laughs> and was told to not even bother take, taking the test. The professor used my notes and distributed them to the players in order for them to take the test. At one point, our freshman point guard, who would soon transfer to a blue blood in conference, was sitting next to me, looked at me dead in my eyes, and said, Wait, why do the Muslims call Jesus Muhammad? <laughs> I couldn't believe what was happening. That's awesome. Couldn't believe what was happening and told him I thought it was a translation thing. And he <laughs> nodded like that made a lot of sense. <laughs> that
1: sounds like a Danny McBride like comment. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like a Jesus. Or Kenny Powers.
3: Yeah. You know. Some of the other highlights from electives I took were Birds of Our Lives, um, Intro to Walking, and Greek mythology. Birds of Our Lives. Yeah. <laughs> Love the show. Most likely won't get an OSP tattoo, but you guys have helped me when life is tough. Oh, Shane. that's nice. Oh man, appreciate you, man.
1: That's a great story. It's also like uh, there's no better better feeling than going to one of those classes and feeling that level of like,
0: wow, yeah, this yeah. is gonna be
1: great. What? So Greek mythology was like that at Carolina, also. I took Greek mythology.
0: I, I'm still so, Islam, Christianity, and and Judaism. Yeah, maybe I, Buddhism. Hinduism.
1: Well, that's the thing. I I was trying to figure out. A, yeah, if it's Buddhism, I think Buddhism's got to be one of the big three. Right? I'm confused. Yeah, by the or is it just like, like I also it, don't know like what the numbers are. You know, I could be. Is it?
0: It's it's in the south, so it's like Dale Earnhardt could be the, the third, <laughs> yeah. The third <laughs> yeah. religion. Yeah, Leonard <laughs> Skinner, Leonard yeah. Skinner, yeah. Skinner Hootie yeah. and the Blowfish. <laughs> he did
1: say SEC school. So, <laughs> and of course, our leader Darius Roll. <laughs>
0: Our Lord and Savior Darius Rucker. (laughs) Um, No, that's uh, why. I mean, that's I don't know. That's that. It's pretty funny, but I I, I'm gonna I'm gonna defend the player and say like if you're if you're an athlete and you're just kind of like going through the motions of this, because it is confusing, you know, like Yahweh and. Yeah, and no, God it's, it's not and, like I'm laughing, it's you know, just they're, like all, a, they're it, all the same.
1: It's like so, it's funny because, like, you can see where you would be, you know what I mean? Like you can see it. You know? But I I do see
0: Dan, <laughs> I do see Righteous Dreamstones, like Danny McBride's doing is filling in for his dad, yeah, it's on a week, on um, you know, on a Sunday. And the sermon is there's just a big thing, a graphic behind him on the big screen that just says, Why do the Muslims call Jesus Muhammad? Yes, <laughs> and yes, he, been like, yes and then the whole scene is just yeah him. or like Kyrie Irving <laughs> having
1: that behind him on Instagram live you know you're like yeah that checks out that seems like Kyrie says good. that in the taps his head think about it <laughs> think about it think about it I'll be here for the next 40 minutes explaining
0: it <laughs> <gasps> oh man uh, we got another one
3: yeah what's up boys been listening since the OSP days and still convinced MSU would have won the 2020 tournament and I'll kill a man to prove it Right. I, I won't disagree, especially if you're gonna. <laughs> that gives a hint. Yeah, at school. Cool. No. <laughs> I was taking a BS history of theater in the Western World class my sophomore year. Basically, every member of the men's basketball team that was also a sophomore was in this class for obvious reasons. I sat down next to one of the players, and they had a few bre- that had a few breakout games in the tournament the year prior. And eventually, we had to turn and talk to the person next to us. It was like the teacher's instruction. We had to talk about media that has affected us in some way. His answer was Fast and Furious. Sick. I've never seen those movies, and I honestly don't plan on it. He, He was not a fan of my answer. Things got testy, and voices were raised. I was questioned tremendously in my taste of movies, which obviously offended me. Unfortunately, this argument could not be continued because two weeks later... Covid sent us all home. Mm. Take away from this: don't question Vin Diesel, or else the world goes to hell. <laughs> Take <a lazy laughs> easy, <fellas.
1: laughs> I mean, truly, truly, Luke.
0: That was, that was good.
1: Fast yeah. and the Furious does like for certain people, like it's something. It's like a religion. It's like the <laughs> third <laughs> religion. Maybe that's the third religion. <laughs> <laughs> the third yep. religion. Fast and
0: I only saw the first two, <laughs> I think, and then. Well, and then I googled I how many seen, are there. You've and seen and Tokyo like, Drift, yeah. you know,
1: if you haven't. Like you've seen it on TV. I haven't seen any of them. You've seen it. What you've seen? I saw one? Point Break. In the yeah, exactly. Fast and Furious. Exactly. I think it really Jim, is a, that was actually like one that's of the first a real jokes that Jim said to me, like back in our ESPN days. Like, I, it's something about Fast and the Furious. And then he was like, "Ah, oh, I've seen Point Break." And I was like, <laughs> "I mean, it really is the exact same movie." Yeah,
0: but um, <laughs> but people love it, so I guess I don't know. Yeah, how many? Bart how many are there? Nine. They're not. <laughs> yeah. yeah, fast Fast and the Furious
1: Ten is going out. <laughs> Paul Walker CGI. I, I think it's like a rock versus Vin Diesel. It's like a Jason versus Freddy type thing. I think it's like who will survive the Fast and the Furious. What it's family? I, the last one I saw was the eighth one with Charlize Theron, and uh it was the worst movie I think. So I've what ever it, seen.
0: what what is it that gets people to continue to go see these? Is it the it's the, it's the Corona.
1: It's Corona, and it's uh, Vin Diesel saying La Familia. <laughs> that's like that's, really, yeah, that's, that's the the only thing I can figure out. Like everyone loves when Vin Diesel like sitting around, and he's like La Familia. <laughs> and everyone's like, I love having the. family. Yeah, does everyone share? Everyone share in the, the, the theater. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like, the theater? yeah, <laughs> yeah. like cracks the Corona each other. Says La Familia, and then they like cut, <laughs> people start shooting the screen. <laughs> yeah, cut, cut to Charlie Fu song. Yeah, it's like it's
3: the whole thing. <laughs> it's awesome. I gotta watch that. No, I saw. <laughs> I'll watch the twentieth one when it comes out. Yeah, I yeah. I saw the first yeah. two, and then, and then uh,
0: <laughs> I felt like I was too late to the party, and it was just like I don't. I, I was I was watching by myself too. That was yeah. the other thing is I I watched the first two, and I was like, this feels like something you're supposed to do with the bros or something, and you can all. I Talk went, about it. I, I was went like Friday
1: night, like movies. Friday night, middle school. We would go like to Henderson Marketplace Cinema, and I saw Too Fast, Too Furious, and it was like a seminal theater moment, you know, because it was like <laughs> everyone in there is like, "This is it," <laughs>
0: like ludicrous, like hitting the NAS. <laughs> 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 Yeah, I, I, I missed the boat, and a few years ago I tried to start, and I was just like,
3: this isn't happening. I don't care. I was a Gone in 60 Seconds guy, so I couldn't oh, see fast enough. I, and the I furious. do love Gone in 60 Seconds. <laughs> <laughs> you could do <laughs> one or the other, you could do both. I did both. It's Duke, North Carolina of film. <laughs> <laughs> <Most cheap. laughs> Is it Nick
1: Cage in Gone in 60 Seconds? Of course. Yeah, that's the best. I think Angelina, maybe? Yeah, it's a good movie. I never saw it. <laughs> True. All right, last email.
3: Last email. Read one All right, more. Here we go, Let's fellas. Love the show, uh, Titus, my buddy. Got a cameo from you for the birth of my son a couple years ago. That's right. Yeah, he just turned those... two. Healthy oh, boy. Wow. Healthy boy. Walk on to MSU, still in play. Nice. Wow. Mm-hmm. On to... Okay. That's crazy. Now that, that makes me feel old. For real. Yeah. but... Okay. My brother is a pessimist. Are you still
0: in cameo. I'm the, I, I think technically, but I I stopped. <laughs>
1: I I haven't seen a cameo in a while.
0: Yeah, I, uh, that's that's a good point. I haven't either. Yeah. It wasn't like a, uh, I, I was, I was stuck in the middle ground of in order for this to be worth my time at this point, I need to charge people more money, but I can't like actually look myself in the mirror each night if I charge people like $75. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I was like, we're, I don't know what to do. There's too many A think They had too
1: many A listers come on there too. It's like Jamie Foxx is on there. You're like, if I could get Jamie Foxx for a hundred dollars, like I can't right. make myself seventy five. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah.
0: So I, I was never going to raise the price, but then also I was like, This is a complete waste of fucking time for me. Like I can't because yeah. I, I, I wouldn't I would I wouldn't mind doing like one or two here and there, but yeah, I mean I, I don't know. I took it way too seriously, too. Like, I was trying mm. to, like, you were like trying to make it fun. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I should have just done what Greg Oden does and just. Yeah. Greg was just like, what's up, man? Hey, how's it going?
1: Greg Oden here. He's like, looks down. He's like, what's going on, Tate? Uh, yeah. You're like, what the hell? Says so here,
0: you're getting married or divorced or something. I don't know. Whatever. Have a something, good day, man. Something about your wife. Uh, just tell her hello.
3: <laughs> All right. Go, Bucks. <laughs> you know how much Greg is? Uh, oh, he's still on there.
0: Greg's probably
1: like a hundred. bet he's eighty, fifty, fifty. Good for you Greg.
3: know how much Snoop is?
0: Snoop Dogg's
1: got to be like Snoop Dogg's three hundred, twelve hundred. That's honestly like a pretty like for some people to get Snoop Dogg to tell you happy birthday, like they'd pay twelve
3: hundred dollars. Yeah. I wonder if he like freestyles for you or something. I mean, yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. But I could I couldn't do it anymore because I I would I would shoot the the video I it would be like seven minutes long because in the back of my mind I'm like if someone paid money for this. Like I gotta I, I can't just say, hey man, what's up and then hang up. Mm-hmm. Um so it would just become an all day affair for me because I'm like trying to I'm I'm fleshing out. i I got cue cards and I got You're like running a, bits, yeah. Yeah. I got a whole crew, like someone's doing the lighting and someone's doing
3: I saw what's his name? Uh, Mick Foley, the wrestler does him and he does like all the different characters and like he doesn't have long hair anymore. So he like puts on a wig and he'll like get out mm. of camera and come yeah, in as much. all the different wrestlers he did. Yeah. That's no, it was pretty much, good though. He like put effort into it. It was obviously probably worth that. All right, so where were we? Oh, yeah, this guy had a baby. Walk on to MSU still and play. My brother's a pessimist when it comes to Spartan sports. Just made a bet. $100, nothing crazy. Terms, Michigan State makes the tourney not playing. I win. Miss or first four, I'm out $100. <coughs> I'm winning this, right? Oh, this year? hmm If they miss
0: the or, tourney or- the Or the first or four,
3: he loses. He loses. They got to make the tournament-
1: so, I think they'll make the tournament. I think Michigan State is a seven seed. I
0: think Michigan State is uh Lock me in. Seven seed feels right.
3: They're seven gonna... to ten feels like
0: their range.
3: He also said, I'm warning this, right? Even if they're on the bubble, newly appointed college basketball godfather Izzo is getting the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Yeah. The Big Ten Absolutely. kind of stinks, too. Yeah. The Big Pop Ten in the league should be a lock for March. 15. The Big Ten stinks. All the
0: best players in the Big Ten are big dudes, and Michigan State has a good backcourt, so... Like Hogard and Walker are going to, ideally, I don't know. Um, yeah, like the the, the the not only is the Big Ten stink, but like the Big Ten backcourt stink, except for Michigan State. So I think that's a positive. They'll they'll win enough games. They'll be fine. Yeah, I think they're comfortably in. And I they have, have
1: They have Hauser too. Like they, I mean, they yeah. have like veterans. Like they they have enough to win enough games in the Big Ten to be in the oh. tournament for sure.
0: My bracketology yeah. has them comfortably in.
1: Yeah, yeah, uh, they're locked. They're lo- they're locked. <laughs> there
3: you go. GT, spend that money. All
1: right. <laughs> um, shout out to closeouts. Oh man, shout out to this weekend in college football ahead. North Carolina has a buy so. I just get to enjoy college football and just like watch all the games. I don't even know what big games are on, but uh, or maybe I don't even watch college football. I don't know. Oh, you don't? Yeah, you go to a farmer's market or something, go apple picking. I go play golf, yeah, (laughs) maybe I just don't watch, but uh, Buckeyes
0: had last week off, and it was so fun to have that slate of games. That's what I'm saying, slate and not have to worry about my team. And I could just
2: just enjoy my Saturday, just
0: uh, just watch. Um, I want to shout out Bill Walton at the Padres game one, (laughs) uh, tripping acid, it looked like behind home plate. (laughs) Did you see him behind yeah. home plate? Yeah. How could you not, how could you not see him behind home plate? No, he, he, was, like
1: he was like just smile campaign. I was going to say, it looked like he was doing like integrated marketing and you're like, is Bill Paul on the part of smile the smile? <laughs> did you see
0: the clip that the, the ball gets popped up in the air and he just looks like a child? Like, whoa. Yeah,
1: it did. Like, I know when you take acid, apparently like in your later life, you get acid flashbacks, or at least that's what they say. I don't know if it's like a way to keep you from doing acid when you're a kid, but anyways... If it's there's true. someone having acid flashbacks, it is Bill Wall. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, I also want to shout out this guy, uh, Mark Alter, I think is his name. His uh, Twitter handle is at D1 Father. Okay. Um, his account has been around since December 2017, so this is not like a burner situation that like some friend of the program just created this account out of nowhere. And um, that backstory is important for what I'm about to tell you, Tate, because uh, my mother texted me this a tweet from this man that read this here it's it's full of all sorts of misspellings (coughs) starting with the first word here he meant to say h-e-r-e it's h-e-a-r nice here my big board for greatest basketball minds number one coach bob knight okay number two and and he says coach every time i say coach he he wrote the word coach respect coach bob knight number two larry bird number three reggie miller so if, if you haven't picked up yet, this he's guy is probably from Indiana. <laughs> number four, Coach Mike Woodson. Number five, Coach Dockage. I don't know if that's Dan or Andrew who's an assistant at the State. It's probably Andrew. I'm going to yeah, say Andrew. Yeah. Uh, number six, Coach Bob Huggins. <laughs> Number seven, Oscar Robinson, not Robertson. Robinson, Robinson. Who's <laughs> yeah, probably
1: like just a dude, local local yeah, dude in the neighborhood, super nice guy. Eighth grade coach, yeah, three undefeated yeah. teams. In yeah, our you're like, no, not Oscar <laughs> Robinson. Oscar Robinson.
0: Number eight, Coach Thad Mata. Sick. Number nine, and this is this is the 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 part that I wanted to bring up, Coach Bill Titus. <laughs> <laughs> dude, awesome. That's amazing. And my mother sent this to me. I don't know how or why she saw it. Uh, number 10, <laughs> he had Donnie Walsh. <laughs> number 11, he had Dickie V. And number 12, he had Steve Alford. So, that is an incredible go. list. You know, to have Bill Titus ahead of <laughs> Dick Vitale is amazing.
1: He's mm-hmm. <laughs> like, Dick Vitale, one below Bill Titus i think for steve my, offered after bill titus that's awesome
0: for my dad's birthday i gotta get this tweet like on a stitch shirt. on a on a t-shirt stitch on a, on a freak, pillow, or pillow or like on a, a hat or yeah. it's like <laughs> on the top of the
3: hat everyone's like what's the hat say get a billboard in your town and have it up <laughs> I huge i
0: should get a billboard <laughs> in brownsburg i love the number nine every day. i love spelling
3: here <laughs> that way
1: like you listen to me
0: Number nine, most uh, greatest basketball mind, according to D1 father, right behind Oscar Robinson and, and Coach Yeah, Neckich. I
1: wish he could have <laughs> got past the big O, but it might not be the big O. Did big you Craig, see that have... this is a
3: thread and it keeps going, the list? Oh, you found the tweet? Yeah. What, th- who else is on the list? 13, Skip Leonard. 14, Skip, Skip Damon Le- Bailey's. Not just Damon Bailey, Damon Bailey's. 15, Mark Jackson. <laughs> Mark Jackson. 16 That's Quinn big. Buckner. Nice. Uh 17, fuzzy. Did van say skip Diver Slick leonard. He said skip Leonard. <laughs> this is amazing. 17 fuzzy van Diver. Is that a real person? Uh 18, Joby Wright. 19, Kent Benson. 20, coach Nick Saban. <laughs> with, and then he's got a picture. You're dad being 10 spots Dude. ahead of Nick Saban is. And crazy. he's got a picture with Nick Saban with the basketball. Holding a basketball. Uh, and then honorable mentions: Anthony Calhoun, Dave Calabro, Rick Smits, and Isaiah Thomas. Final Anthony
0: Calhoun and Dave Calabro are, are local sports guys in Indianapolis. <laughs> <They're>
3: and, <laughs> and then it it's says they lo- <laughs> the okay, are not good. They're the local. News. And then there's like a disclaimer: final big board. No substitutions will be allowed. B is just the letter B. Allowed. A L O U D. So it reads, nice. like... and then he wrote Mark. He signed it with a little dash. It, it reads like this guy <laughs> shout, shout out. I just run this like the guys, obviously,
0: like, like your first instinct is like this guy is trolling or like he's he's doing like a yeah. some sort of bit where he's yeah you like know, PFT. He's doing a PFT yeah, commentary. site. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's thing. what I think. Yeah, but the, that's what I the, I looked up the account. It's been around since twenty. Like he's if he's been doing it, he's been doing shit like this for five years. Yeah, and no one's
1: firing noticed. off these tweets. Yeah, he's, he's been, <laughs> been waiting for. He's like he like looks at PFT every day. He's like, when will someone
3: read my tweets? This from? is great. Then he writes, "Would like to substitute Bobby Plump in for Mark Jackson because he never won one title." <laughs> <laughs> and then he signs it again, yeah, dash yeah. Mark, and also for Wood he did W O O D. Yeah, he's awesome.
1: Dude, we gotta follow this. That guy. is hilarious. We, we, we gotta
0: have the guy on the show.
1: That might be the most Indiana on the list. <laughs> you know what's crazy about that? John Wooden's not on the list. John- <laughs>
3: did not make the list. Did not make the list. <laughs> That's the biggest. But how does somebody wrote no respect for Coach Katie? Coach Knight, great rivals. That's why your dad loved this. And he wrote back. The guy's name was Morton. He wrote back. Thank, thank Marty. But I don't concern myself with Purdue people. It's second rate program, and compared to Indiana. This is, a, this is a guy
0: who's like my age that's doing some sort of character, for sure. He, it's, a, it's a PF. I'm trying to figure out what the character is. and Even if it is a character, <laughs> hat tip to this yeah, guy. Like, yeah, their- no, I mean, that, that <laughs> list made me
1: laugh. You know what I mean? Like, that was better than any. Like, I never knew where he was going to go next. And when he hit me with Nick Saban at 20, that really got me. <laughs> Best basketball coaches. <laughs> it's, it's great
3: content there. The Lord is my shepherd, but Coach Saban and Coach Knight are my coaches. That's incredible Also his bio is Future D1 dad Kids need to be specialized in one sport early to go D1 (laughs) This is is definitely a character This is definitely a character (laughs) Wanna maker Indiana (laughs) Do you know where that is? Uh, I think
1: I do actually Kids need to specialize if they want to go D1 I have to follow this guy That's awesome
3: I could see this guy having a D1 kid Yeah no that guy went D1 for sure yeah, it's over. Yeah, that's where I thought it was. Um, doesn't matter. All right. Oh wait, wait. Oh, one other thing. Wait. The rest of his bio, please. Um, IU fan, basketball fan, Bama football fan. 1989 in high school, all-state honorable mention in football. Thirteen-time football fan championships. Thirteen-time football fan championships. championships. Like. As a fan, he won 13. Oh, he's, he's, oh, he's counting his rings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's got rings. Yeah, yeah. Because he loves Alabama. I yeah, guess so. yeah, yeah, So he's bio. got at least, he's got seven with Saban.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Dude, I got to update my buy. Yeah. i, I got to update, update my buy right, right now. All the rings that I've won as a fan. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's so good. 13 time band. so
3: good. Holy crap. I love this guy. <laughs> That a, hell of a um, shout out. the only
0: the only other shout out I had was uh I mentioned on the last show that once upon a time I had a wooden award vote mm. um the wooden award trust the the wooden award committee committee the wooden <laughs> award whatever the, the transformation committee <laughs> um they reached out, yeah, they made it clear that I still have a, an award, and they i I don't want to speak for you, but my understanding is that you have an award vote. As well, yes. They, they
1: they reached out to you. You gave my contact information. They have reached out to me. They have put me in the system. I have a vote. So we both have. We both have wooden, wooden, wooden votes. award votes. This yeah, year? maybe I should put that in my bio. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Hello. Should, should I just awkward. respond to the email that
1: his name was Chris? Who reached out though? Shout out to Chris, friend of the program. Should I just respond and say, "At this gym, kind of getting yeah, him
0: uh, The gym just sends in the list with Oscar Robinson and Oscar Skip Robinson. Leonard, Nick Saban. Nick Saban. <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's who he votes for and posh alexander um but that's exciting times on the show right that we're gonna both have wooden i think votes.
1: it i think it honestly legitimizes the show to the next level and like who needs an ap vote like i i want to i want to be able to the person be one of the group of people that decides who the best player in basketball is yeah and now we're a part of that
0: yeah um yeah i'm i'm uh i'm excited I'm, do are we supposed to release our preseason no i don't think so right we don't need to do that i mean we can I think that's kind of dirty, I think doing that is maybe like we
1: maybe we do an update throughout the year with our with our like where our vote stands, you know what I mean yeah where it's like a graphic, and it's like our wooden vote, and it's like yours and then mine, yeah and and we'll just see where we go,
0: yeah, and so everyone know we're very no, transparent. We're saying, yeah we're the two most transparent wooden voters yeah. in all the land, yeah. right
1: now, my wooden vote, yeah, Armando Baycott, okay, haven't seen a game yet though,
0: um, mine would probably. I don't know who I'd go with, honestly.
3: Probably Kirk Chrisa. <laughs> <laughs>
0: right, good. Just, just Tommy
1: Hawkes is number two on my list. <laughs> my top two right now.
3: Mine is highest bidder. Whoever yeah, to pay me, I will sell my Jim my will bed. immediately sell. This, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jim. <laughs> Chris goes on Craigslist later. And
1: like <laughs> one <like>, one <laughs> would
0: He's DMing the...
3: Facebook Marketplace.
0: Jim gets a DM from the Carolina guy who's trying to sell his shit. Yeah, <laughs> And, yeah. and he just DMs the <laughs> Carolina guy. He's like, "That's funny. I'll trade you. Yeah. <laughs> Can I get your, your gear for... Old school barter? <laughs> Vote for gear?
3: Um, Is that it? Anything else? I got one shout out. I'm sending you guys this picture. I just texted it to you. There is some mental patient who, for some reason, changed Cade Cunningham's name on the NBA uh, draft Wikipedia page to urine poopy pissy pants what i just texted you guys the screen grabs urine poopy
0: pissy pants harder, harder fool. fool
3: yeah so so shout out to and this i saw guy, this I last night randomly and i'm like what the hell <laughs> is this and also he spells like that other guy it might actually be that other guy i don't know <laughs> it's ridiculous and look what about selected first overall by International League of Superstars instead of Detroit Pistons? So you're, you're very f- weird. You're a fan of the uh, the Wikipedia vandalism. Kind of. <laughs> I find it. I find it funny. Um, <laughs> kind of. Yeah. This is well, concerning. look at Jalen <laughs> this,
0: this is more concerning than you look like in the, Z- the Zodiac killer.
3: Look at Jalen Green's name. God MJ urine foo foo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean it, it just
1: goes back to like you, you forget sometimes like you knew in elementary school that wikipedia could be changed at any time but then you see this and you're like reminded of that fact <laughs> Like it should yeah. be.
3: yeah it's just very strange i thought it was funny though what the hell I yeah. just like who has something with kate cunningham to do this i know Jim, like, that's what you, i mean yeah. and can't like spell anything like that's like a child Jim, did you do this right? was this you <laughs> no yeah, yeah, did Jim, you want everyone to know that you did this <laughs> i wish
1: he, urine, was going, he was going there to do that. And he was like, damn it, someone beat me
3: to it. Urine, mm-hmm. poopy, pissy. Yeah, it was like, this pants. man's way better than what I was going to put <laughs> yeah, in. Yeah,
0: <laughs> this guy's a genius. All right, that's the show. Uh, see you guys next week.
1: <laughs> <laughs> to whom it may concern. There might be a chance that I'm a bootlipper. I do miss Will Wade.
0: That is an Avon haircut if I've ever seen one.
1: And there's the wolves surrounding me. There's a pack of wolves up here. And I'm like, all caps, do not. Put on 15 pounds of muscle under all caps, any circumstances. All caps. Do not marry a Mountain Ducan. Sincerely, America. And
0: that's no cap on the all caps.
2: <laughs> Two words, Tate. Fuck them. That's what he said. <laughs>